Hello, my name is Geron John and welcome to episode 11 of the Voice for Voice podcast recorded exclusively for your ears, not your eyes, for your ears, because it's a voice podcast to do with voice technology in Brixton, London. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Thanks for listening. So this is episode 11 and today we're going to be chatting about Dunkin' Donuts' new Alexa skill, which is uh, pretty cool. I'm not really a donut fan myself, but the skill basically allows you to order from Dunkin' Donuts, obviously. But they, they're kind of a little bit cleverer as well. They've got a reward scheme. So we're going to be chatting about that. So well done, Dunkin' Donuts. There's someone somewhere within your team who's on it. Congratulations for joining the voice uh, world. We're going to be looking at some really interesting statistics about the number of devices that support Alexa. Now, this was kind of the biggest the biggest news for mm. me this week. It's unbelievable amount of uh, devices that actually support Alexa. And they seem to be blowing Google out of the water. They're, you know, they're dropping... If Google was like a ship in the sea, Amazon would be like flying over it with loads of Amazon shows and, and they'd just be... Be a big battleship with lots of planes and helicopters on top. Yeah, and strange robotic voices. So we're going to be chatting about that. We're also uh, going to be chatting about Samsung Bixby and how it's making a serious bid to be a contender in the voice war. So I don't really use... and I've never really been... I know, neither. I've shamelessly ignored it. Yeah, but there's... A lot of people in the world who have Samsungs, therefore making Bixby a big, big deal. Right, should we get on with this? I think so. So first things first, do you like donuts, Geraint? I don't. I'm a very healthy man, you know? Mm. So I really, as you can see, you're looking at me now. So I don't eat donuts. Fair enough. But if you did enjoy donuts, how would you order them? I guess I'd, I think if you go to like Tesco's, what's the name of that? Krispy Kreme. Yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't mm -hmm. it? People in offices up and down the land go on their lunch breaks and come back with those bad boys, don't yeah. they? Yeah, no, they're pretty good. But I guess, yes, if I was a donut fan, I might be very lazy and I could actually use my Alexa to get the donuts delivered to my door. So how exactly does this skill work? So it's remarkably simple, really. Uh, it's all done via the rewards scheme called Dunkin' Donut Perks. So first you have to merge your Dunkin' Donuts account with, you, with your Alexa account, which is, you know, you have to do with all skills. And then once this is done, you have to say, all you have to say is Alexa, order from Dunkin' Donuts and say what you want to order. So, yeah, like, you know, remarkably simple mm. but effective and if yeah. you're a, you know dunkin donuts are a huge uh global brand and you know there's fans of this brand so you're gonna be if you if you're a fan you're gonna and you've got an alexa hey why not so it's just about how they kind of uh, market it really yeah. but presumably you know that they'd be marketing through social media through their facebook page through emails through their website through tv adverts through billboard adverts so pretty soon people are gonna you know, fans of the brand are going to be enabling the skill and getting it going. So if I'm not mistaken, you say order from Dunkin' Donuts, you then just specify the location, the time. Yes. Yeah, and so, then you just go walk into the shop. Yeah. So Alexa then asks you uh, which location you want to order from and what time. And the coolest bit is you get to skip the queue. So wow. McDonald's could do this, couldn't they? Yeah. Burger King, KFC. I think it would kick off though if someone came in and just skipped the queue because they'd ordered via their Alexa. Yeah. Well, it's certainly in the Brixton would, one. Well, in the KFC in Brixton, 
not that well I, obviously i've said i'm very healthy mm, so i've never been in there just looked inside just as i walked past yeah i looked in and i could see that it was quite hostile in there mm. can you imagine how smug someone would be having ordered via their alexa and then skipping the queue yeah, I think if you went into the KFC in Brixton, it would be greeted with confusion. Excuse me, guys, I actually yeah. ordered by my Alexa. Yeah, so yeah, What's, who's Alexa? I think it would end up in a fight, actually. Yeah. And the McDonald's opposite, which, well, you know, I'm going to spill the beans, Will goes to McDonald's quite a lot, actually. No, no shame in that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to work, isn't it? So it's yeah. So I think it's if you're a massive chain and you've got a decent marketing budget, this makes complete sense, doesn't it? Because not only are you making it easier for people to access your products, but you're then creating a kind of uh, what you like to call a voice point between you and your customers. And then you can kind of drip feed content to them. Yeah, so if you're a massive company like Dunkin' Donuts, creating a skill is a really clever way to get more business so we can reel off so many companies that this would work for. I really like the idea of the fact that you have to... I mean, if you could get them delivered, that would be even better. Mm, but that's yeah, the, that's the next stage, isn't it? That's the next stage. But yeah, just the fact that it's quirky, you can go in and collect them. You don't have to open up your laptop and type. Mm. You just, and if you order them all the time, it's really going to work. It could really work for offices as well, yeah. couldn't it? You know? So... It just makes it a lot easier for customers to access their product. What other kind, off the top of your head, what other kind of businesses do you think would follow suit? Cinemas. Yeah. So imagine you wanted to go and see the new, you know, Mission Impossible film. Yeah. You just buy it and you just rock up and skip the queue and quote a code or whatever. Yeah. And you're in. So the opportunity is to offer special deals. Via an Alexa skill. I think so. You have to incentivize, don't you? Because otherwise you have to kind of get people excited and get them incentivized to use it. But the answer is, it's just everyone, isn't it? Because the voice is the new internet, don't forget. So, you know, pretty soon we're going to be saying things instead of typing them because that's just the way it's going. Actually, yeah, I think cinema is definitely something which should be a skill now. If your view or Odeon, they should have a skill which where you say... Alexa, what's on tonight? And then you get a list of the films and then you can just book one up. Yeah, totally, totally. I mean, we did some testing um, this morning, didn't we? And we tried to find some bands that are playing in London tonight and nothing on either Google yeah. or Alexa. So. Yeah, massive opportunity for a ticket company. Yeah, Ticketmaster or whatever. Think, have you heard of Dice? It's a really good yeah. ticket app. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. should definitely do one. But I, in touch. but I need to go and see more bands. Do you go and see many bands? Well, I see, I like, I see one once every couple of weeks or so. Where do you go? There are some good places around Peckham now. Ghost Notes. Ah, uh, yeah. It's quite yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, live music around there. Jazz Cafe. So I used to go in a previous life was heavily involved in music and I used to watch a lot of music. And I, mm. just the last few weeks, I miss it, man. Yeah. I just want to go and just rock out. Well, yeah. I feel a little bit out of touch with it, so I need to get more in touch with it. So maybe I need to create a some sort of music skill. Yeah, discover live music events around you. Yeah, and you could stream it then, couldn't you? Yeah. Via the um, gosh, yeah. Via the Amazon show. Yeah. So really excited. Oh, so this. Yeah. So the uh, you know we <laughs> we digress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We kind of um, that's what we do on the voice for voice. It's a, it's a bit of a chat as well, but this is going to work for pretty much everyone in the so. kind of you know uh, food ticketing sphere so very cool very cool so while we're talking about our friend beginning with a how about that statistic Twenty thousand devices 
that now are supported by Alexa. So we couldn't quite, when we read this, we were like, Amazon have sold 20,000. No, hang on a minute. There's 20,000 devices that are supported by your Alexa. So that's pretty incredible, really. So light bulbs, thermostats, car radios. Well, as someone who's been following Alexa's progress very closely, like a kind of five times daily kind of closely, this <laughs> came as a shock. So you can now control over 20,000 devices via your Alexa. Wow. So there are a whole range wow. of things like light bulbs, thermostats, car radios, etc. This is a crazy amount. And to give you some perspective, there are 5,000 devices supported by Google Assistant. So Alexa has four times the market share at the moment. So obviously we've touched on this before. It's, it's Amazon's plan for Alexa to be everywhere. And yeah, it looks like this plan might not be as far away as we thought. Yeah, so you could, it could be in your washing machine, your dishwasher, your fridge, your soundbar, your TV, your headphones, your computer, mm. your, you know, bathroom, everywhere. So yeah. new, brand new houses that are being built, I reckon, in certain areas will have, will be, pretty soon houses will be marketed as you know voice enabled yeah so it's a voice enabled house yeah that will be if you're a certain type of person you'll say to the estate agent i'm looking for a four bedroom house in you know this area and it has to be voice enabled full voice control yeah exactly so so i think this is a really big advantage that amazon has over google right because google is better at answering questions at the moment and that's because of their search engine. Well, yeah, exactly. But so Alexa has more, is in more devices. So that could be crucial. Yeah. So Google Assistant might be further ahead of Alexa in terms of being able to, like you say, answer questions. But Alexa has a, a huge advantage in the number of partnerships it's created. And as someone who's kind of dealt with, you know, Amazon, mm. and you can kind of see they're really engaging with devs and yeah. with agencies. It's like a little family, you know, and um, yeah. they just want these. Their strategy clearly is to get as many skills built, quality yeah. skills, to incentivize devs to build the best possible skills in, in a, you know, multiple verticals and to get as many of these devices in people's homes, shopping centers, restaurants. They just want them everywhere. They want yeah. you to be able to, you know, I bet you, right? I bet you £100 that within the next 12, so we'll make a note of this now, mm. 12 to 18 months, all right, that you'll be able to go to a restaurant and there won't be a waitress there. There'll just be an, an Alexa on the, the table and you will order your food via the Alexa menu, which is... Yeah, I, can, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not even going to take you on, on that because I agree. Yeah, so that's that's going to happen. And if I just keep on coming up with all these good ideas... And so if you're listening to this, just copy them. That's fine. Just, yeah. <laughs> just get it working. But seriously, it's the fact that there are 5,000, only 5,000 supported yeah. by Google Assistant. Clearly, Google is a different beast, isn't it? Yeah. The but if you, if you look at how quickly Google has, has increased the amount of devices. So in January, they only were it only supported 1,500 and that was seven months ago. So they've actually tripled. Tripled it in seven months. So... Yeah, I mean, these wonder what's going to happen in the next 12 months. And Netgear has just announced that they're bringing assistant to home routers. Imagine how useful that would be to ask kind of Google to reboot your Wi-Fi. Yeah, wow. Uh, that, I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah. 
So obviously they're trying to get on this as well. Yeah, I think they're just different beasts, aren't they? You know, Google Assistant is for information. It's, you know, mm. this is where you get your information from yeah. Alexa. But Alexa is the quirky skill, third party skills where brands that we love, you can interact with them. And, you know, just it's all about saving time and money don't mm. forget this is what this whole voice thing is about it's so amazon alexa will enable you to save time and money if it's ordering donuts if it's you know booking cinema tickets if it's checking your bank balance if it's transferring money if it's ordering an uber mm. whatever it might be in the same way that third the apps on your phone are just quicker than going to google going to the web address you know yeah. but apps now are I want to say it. I don't want to type it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Cool. So I think we have a confession to make. We do a podcast about voice technology and we have completely ignored the poor Samsung Bixby. So for those of you that don't know, Bixby started as a smartphone voice assistant, but they actually brought out a smart speaker last month. And I have to confess, I didn't really care when they announced it because in my mind, they were completely irrelevant in the voice battle. But that seems to be no longer the case. Right, Gary? So there have been two really interesting pieces of news about Bixby this week. So aside from the terrible, terrible name that it's got, you know, the news kind of suggests that they still have plans to take over the smart speaker market. So the first piece of news, and this is absolutely massive, is that they're going to allow developers, third-party developers, to make apps for its Bixby voice assistant. So very similar mm. to Amazon. So yeah. open, you know, open playing field. If you're a developer, you can, you know, create, you know, voice apps for its voice assistant. And in theory, by opening up their API, it will encourage people to build useful voice apps that people will use in their daily lives. Because don't forget, there's ad, there's some people that hate Apple. Yeah. And they don't want Apple. Yeah. I've got mates who, I have Tribal. Apple, I yeah. hate it. I want Google. Yeah. And there's some people who are advocates for Samsung. So, And there's an unbelievable amount of Samsungs that are floating around at the moment. So have, have they announced any kind of developer awards yet? Or? No, they haven't. No, they haven't. But, you know, so Samsung are obviously the world's, are worlds behind Google and Amazon in terms of their AI voice recognition. So they've come out and said that they are basically, this is quite funny, going to blackmail Google into helping them with their smart speaker. <laughs> so that's what the CEO said. He's, right. you know, he basically said that, because they know they've got a key bargaining ship that they, you know, there's 500 million devices, you know, floating around and they run Google's Android software. So Google, you know, they kind of need them. Yeah, they absolutely need them. So if they get this right, wow, all of a sudden step up, you know, Bixby as a main contender yeah. in the voice market, you know, so it's pretty, pretty crazy. I yeah, think we're going to have to get one. Yeah, definitely. I think we'll do some testing with it next week. I think... For me, this shows that Samsung have gone, hold on a minute, this voice thing is going to be absolutely massive. Why are we behind? Why, why aren't we putting more into this? Yeah, so I think it's absolutely massive at the moment. But if you think of, you know, in terms of time, they're only a couple of years behind. So while, the, you know, the gap seems massive at, at mm. the moment, in five years with the huge amount of money they have, they might, you know, be quarter of the way there. In 10 years, they might even be, you know, close and in... Mm. So I guess what we're saying is this Bixby, we need to take it seriously, Yeah, you know? And and I think it's certainly, I'm hearing more about, you know, Bixby at the moment than the Apple HomePod. Yeah, that's true, actually. Because, I mean, at the moment, it does seem a lot because Amazon just announced there are now 50,000 skills used globally. And that's a lot to, that's a lot of ground to make up. But 
as you say, loads of Samsung devices, a loyal following, massive budget. Somebody created a hack to basically enable Alexa skills onto Bixby. So imagine mm, that. that what, you could just translate skills onto the Bixby the platform? That growth hack in the world. Yeah. So if someone wow. Samsung, you know, I wonder if somebody could actually <laughs> do that. Amazing. So that's what growth hacking is all about, of course. It's a term that people don't kind of use that much anymore, but that's you kind of, it's a series of tests Mm. which enable you to kind of reach the, you know, a common goal. Yeah. So I bet, I bet somebody could do that. Yeah. Well, if they could, it'd be absolutely massive, wouldn't it? All right. So should we do a bit of testing? Yeah, let's do a bit of testing. So this week, the CBBs, uh, so the BBC are uh, big on voice. Mm. And they, you know, they've got a voice department and, yeah. you know, their flash briefings are released on the hour when there's big kind of sporting events. Yeah. They use, you know, voice is a big part of their strategy. And I think they recognize that, you know, just like the iPlayer was something that was quite revolutionary mm. and it's pretty good. The, well, the iPlayer is amazing, actually. Yeah. I love it. And I think that they need voice to be they they need voice. They need to lead voice basically because yeah. they are the kings of content, obviously yeah. globally, really. So amazing opportunity for them. So Isn't they, there a feeling within the BBC they're a little bit behind on the streaming? Yeah, and yeah. now they want to be ahead exactly, of the curve. Exactly. So the CBBS for the kind of people who don't live in the UK is like the biggest ch- like children's TV program mm. for kids under five. So yeah. Like, I've got three kids and CBBS has played a big part in their upbringing. Yeah. You know? So they just watch it, you know, from a really early age and it's really well done. And so there's an, a CBB skill, which we're going to test yeah. now. Okay. I have to say, this is my favorite skill of the week we've done so far. Not to rubbish any of the ones we've done before, but I think this is the best for me. Anyway, okay. let's get on with it. Okay, fine. So you use CBBS, do you well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, it's just a bit of banter on the show, isn't it? <laughs> Alexa, open CBBS. There we go. BBC. Nice. Let's listen and find out who's here to play. The Gold Jellers. Hi, I'm Andy. Who do you want to play with? Andy. Welcome to my awesome adventure dance party. I've got lots of animal, dinosaur, and prehistoric creature songs to dance along to. Nice. So make sure you've got plenty of space around you before we start dancing. If you know what song you want, say the name of the animal, dinosaur, or prehistoric creature that it's about, and I'll play it for you. Or if you're not sure what to dance along to, give me a mighty roar, and I'll choose a song for you. Wow, this is good. So, can you name a song? Or give me a big roar. Raw <laughs> Amazing. What's happening next? I know. I'll choose a song for you. Cool. Epidexipterix is the name of the dinosaur in this song. It's a difficult name, I know. But don't worry, you'll get lots of practice saying it. So, repeat after me. Epidexterix, Epidexterix. Now you've learned the name, let's learn the move. 
<laughs> For those of you who can't see, Grant is flapping away. He's getting quite into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool, yeah. yeah. Okay, right, I mean, idea. we get the we get the idea. I Alexa, think. stop. So my three year old Alexa stop. Alright. Yeah, bye. So my three year old tested this and her face just lit up because mm. she's used she knows all these characters and she's yeah. used to watching it on the telly, but all of a sudden she's interacting it via her voice. Yeah. So she really loved it and this would really work in obviously nurseries and yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think the interaction would be really cool for a child. Or an adult. Yeah, um, if you're that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, I it's, I'm really impressed with yeah. that. So well done, uh, the BBC. And we'll yeah. be sending you a message, um, you know, to the let official you know. certificate. Yeah, you've won the skill of the week, guys. So you guys can put that on your CV, uh, yeah. put well, that on the website. Yeah. It's official. Yeah, well, it could be like the main news, couldn't it? On the yeah. BBC News, <laughs> yeah. news at 10. So, um, the BBC Voice Department has won the Voice for Voice Skill of the Week. Yeah, there's a public holiday tomorrow to celebrate this. Um, okay, cool. There you go. So that's Skill of the Week. Well done. And what I love, do you know what I love about my job is that, so this morning, kind of from like, got up really early and just testing skills and mm. testing Siri. What an amazing job. Yeah. Just yeah. On the very first wave of a technology revolution. Yeah, it's, it's wicked. Yeah, it's good. I'm really into it. Fair enough. It's like the internet in 1990. Yeah. Whenever it was. Your mini clip back in the day. So what we're going to do now is we're going to do our head to head, which we always do at the end of, mm. um, you know, at the end of the Voice of Voice podcast. And so today we're going to test. So I like cooking and mm. I like I like cooking risottos, actually. Yeah. I, I, I could tell you now how to cook a risotto. Do you know how to cook a risotto? I have a rough idea, but I wouldn't. If you gave me the ingredients, I wouldn't. I wouldn't okay. be able to. Okay, fine. So you don't know, but so we're going to ask now the one that starts with A and the one that starts with G if they know how to cook a risotto. So, Alexa, how do I cook a risotto? Okay, how about vegan risotto from Recipedia? Ooh. This recipe takes ten minutes to prep and thirty minutes to cook. It serves four and is easy difficulty. You can Fair hear play. the details or hear another recipe. What would you like to do? Hear details. Would you like to start cooking? Save this recipe for later or hear another recipe? Uh, start cooking, please. Let's cook. To move cool. between steps, say next step, previous step, or repeat. Step one is to heat flora and olive oil in a large pan and fry the onion and garlic until soft but not brown. Yeah, that's right. Say Alexa, next step, to continue, next. or reopen Recipedia once it closes. Next step. Next step. Step two is to add the rice Oof, and stir well. lost her there. Pour in the wine and bring to the boil. Reduce well, well, this heat is how you cook yeah. Stirring until the okay. liquid Okay, I think we get the idea. Stop, get the idea. Say Alexa, next step. To well, continue, Alexa, Alexa, stop. I think, yeah, it was good. It was cool that it yeah, no, knew they, they straight off it. the bat. Well, that's Recipedia. That's used right. more than yeah, um, yeah. Jamie Oliver's skill. So. I thought they could have maybe spent a little bit more time on the voice design to make the intonation sound a little bit better because it sounded a bit robotic. Mm. But Yeah, I know. I think it's much better, actually. Than, think so? Uh, yeah, because it's, uh, it's got the guys at Aperlo that uh, designed right, it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that it's really tight when compared to other ones. Yeah. Um, so let's let's test Google. Hey, Google, how do I cook a risotto? 
Okay, I've got a recipe called a basic risotto from Jamie Oliver. Does that mm, sound Jamie good? Oliver. Yes. Great, let's get started. Would you like to prepare the ingredients or skip to the instructions? Instructions. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Should we prepare the ingredients or skip them? Skip them. There are nine ingredients. I'll read them one by one. Let me know when you're ready for the next ingredient. The first ingredient is 1.1 litres organic stock such as chicken, fish, vegetable. Next. Hey Google, next step. The second ingredient is one large onion. Uh, I'm losing interest in this already. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry. It's just... Sorry, Google. We already the know. The great thing about the Recipedia one is that I'm using it on the Amazon show mm. and I can see it as well. Yeah. Awesome. So that's yeah. what you need in the kitchen. Yeah. So, well, Google's and... bringing them out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A voice but... is playing in yeah, December. I don't. Oh, yeah. I, I'm Amazon, man. So well done, Amazon, and well done, Recipedia, because you just kicked Google's ass. You whoa, basically... whoa, whoa. Do you think, do you think that was, it was as simple as that? Yeah. Okay. They kicked, they kicked, they literally just kind of, yeah, destroyed Google. You know, mm. there's no way I would, Amazon gave you that, uh, the best risotto uh, tip. Fair play. Yeah. I mean, slight controversy there. Yeah. Um, can see Will looking at me like he's not very happy. Uh, but I guess we'll give that one to Amazon. Well done. So that brings to the, the close of episode 11 episode 11 and i looked at the stats Jesus. if you follow me on instagram Geraint john please follow me on instagram you'll see that i shared an image of where this podcast gets listened to and it's literally mm. every you know pretty much globally yeah um amazing as far as people in australia and you know all over europe america america's our second largest listening yeah. place so really cool thank you so much and we'd really appreciate it if you gave us a review as well on our iTunes page. So please, 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 it really helps with our rankings, you know, uh, in terms of people finding this podcast. Mm. So we'd really appreciate if you gave us a review and, you know, a good one as well, obviously, yeah. if you like it. So and if you've cool. got any uh, suggestions for the show, if you've heard of any of the cool news that we might have missed, please get in touch. I think the best way would, probably, would it be Twitter or Instagram? Yeah, Twitter's the best way. Yeah. So uh, Geraint John underscore. And I, I'm always putting kind of content on my social media platforms yeah. to do with voice, blah, 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 blah. But really, really enjoyed this. What have we got on today now? Because it's actually, you know, it's we've got a full day ahead of us. Now. Yeah, we've got a, a strategy day out. So we're just going to lock ourselves in a bunker and come up with some business ideas. Yeah, really looking forward to that. So yeah. it's, we're all in a, it's quite an exciting time at the moment. It is, it? it is indeed. So on that note, I shall bid you farewell. Au revoir. Bye.